Welcome to the Gym Buddy Podcast. I'm your host Bibi, and I'll be your guide to going to the gym after the age of 30 and beyond. Today, we're going to discuss what you need to start your journey, or if you already are on your journey, what you need to keep going. We'll be looking at how you will be finding the right gym, what essential equipment you need, and gym etiquette or rules that most gyms have in common that should be adhered to. So, let's go hit the weights together. Let's be gym buddies. So, the first gym I went to, I didn't actually select myself. I just joined a friend of mine who kind of talked me into going to the gym with him. And I have to say, the kind of gym I went into was somewhat of an all-rounder gym. It had all different kinds of machines and free weights and cardio equipment, pretty much anything you'd want. So you can really go try out what you want to have and what feels right for you. Which, arguably, is something that I would suggest for everybody. Find a gym that has a broad range of equipment and a broad range of possible things you can do. Don't go for super specific ones like powerlifting or bodybuilding, unless you already made up your mind that this is the kind of sport you would like to go after. But from personal experience, it might be a bit overwhelming stepping into a gym with hundreds of different machines and you don't even really know how they're working and what you're supposed to do on them. But this can also be fun. It can be part of an exploratory journey. I mean, if you are going to the gym in one of your usually one or two free trial sessions that you have, Try to find a time that is not very frequented, so not many people are there. So you really have the liberty to go check out all the machines, try how they work, talk to the employees, talk to the trainers there, see how you can use them, how they could be incorporated to reach your goals, and really feel the vibe of the gym, feel the vibe of the place and the employees, and see whether this is something you like. Of course, you should also make sure that there is essential equipment. So... Let's say they should have benches, dumbbells, barbells, cable machines, perhaps some squat racks. And if you like to do deadlifts, it would be good if they're allowed. Because some gyms, because of the noise, mainly do not allow deadlifts. Also, some cardio equipments, treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, what have you, might be interesting. If this is the way you want to go, or you want to use them for warm-up, or you might want to use them on a day that you don't feel like lifting, or something like that. Another very important consideration when picking a gym should be its location. So it should be easily accessible from your house or your place of work, depending on when you plan on going to the gym. Because if it's quite far from your place of work and or your house, so it would take you, even on a workday, quite a bit of time to commute to the gym and back, you're kind of already making an excuse or a possibility for excuse not to go to the gym, because it's too far, it would take too long, you don't have time, you're too tired to drive that long or whatever. So I would really suggest make sure it's close. Or there are some chains that have multiple gyms. Maybe one is close to your work, one is close to your house. And depending on from where you work or what day of the week it is, you might pick another location to go to. Which, for example, is something I did. I had one close to the train station I needed to go to. I had one close to my house. And I had a bigger one that when I had time with my friends, I would grab them, sit into the car. And we'd go to the further place, because it was very big and had a lot of different machines and equipment, funny enough, that really we didn't know. So sometimes even on a Saturday, when technically there was an off day, we would just decide to go there and and, and mess around with the machines and see what they do and see perhaps how we could incorporate them into our training, which arguably were, especially in the beginning, the most fun sessions, right? Not just grinding down your regular program until you get used to and you will really enjoy it, but just go mess around in the gym and see what you can do and 
what kind of uh, um, nice exercise, what kind of fun you can have with the equipment that is provided by your gym. So maybe to sum up the point of which gym is right for you, try to find an all-rounder gym that has all different kinds of equipment that you can try out and see what works for you. Find a gym that is close to your house and or work, or a gym, uh, a franchise that has multiple locations that you can go to depending on where you are or what you want to do. Then make sure it has essential equipments, benches, dumbbells, barbells, maybe a few cable machines, squat racks, and it has cardio machines, elliptical bikes, treadmills, and so on. Most gyms will have that, don't worry about that. Also, make sure to make use of the trial sessions or the free trainings you can have in most gyms, it's usually one or two, to dig the vibe of the gym, see whether there are all the essentials that you would need, talk to the staff, and also be sure to go to the gym or to a gym that you're considering going to during the time of day that you would usually intend to go. Say you want to go after work, go there, see how crowded it is and see whether you have to wait in line 15 minutes for each machine, maybe then go find another gym, or whether the the load of people is uh, different. Of course, usually at the beginning of the year, after everybody had their New Year's resolution, there will be a lot more people in the gym, but around February or March, it's really only the ones that actually want to do it that will stay, and then it gets a lot better. So don't be discouraged if in January it's super crowded. That's normal for every gym. That's when they make their mo- most of their money, usually. So let's get to the next topic. Essential equipment. When I started my journey, I was, really wasn't sure what I would need. I mean, I knew I needed a towel. I needed a shirt and some shorts or some trainers, depends, and a pair of clean shoes. But what else would I need? Would I need lifting belts? Would I need knee sleeves or elbow sleeves? Would I need lifting straps? Perhaps I would need specific pre-workout supplements or... It doesn't matter. You really don't need any of that to start. What you need is a set of sporting clothes, a shirt, some shorts if you want a sweatshirt or a hoodie. Uh, some shorts or some trainers, really depending on your preference, and a pair of clean trainer shoes. Also, you need a towel, and kind of everything else is optional. I would suggest you have a water bottle, and perhaps you bring some headphones if you're training alone, because training with music or a podcast is a lot more fun. It's what I usually do, listening to, I don't know, Joe Rogan or Huberman, or some playlists I made for working out, depending on my mood, pretty much any kind of music. And just go and get started. Don't worry about what you need to buy, whatever, because I really have this problem that I like to accessorize. It's like, oh, I'm going to the gym, now I can buy these shoes, and then I can also buy these shoes and see which ones are better, and I can buy those pants and those straps, and this is, well, really not, has nothing to do with your progress in the gym. This is like, a, like you buy a new phone, and then you buy all the accessories for your phone, so I had a new hobby, I had to buy all the accessories for my new hobby, which It can be fun, but really do not worry about huge financial investments. Apart from the subscription, you really need regular sporting clothes, a pair of clean shoes, and here I would suggest you don't take shoes that have too much of a soft sole. So, for example, running shoes or Nike Airs or something that would really help with the impact on your knees while you're sprinting or running or jogging. That's not that useful, especially for squatting. might be bad on the knees for somebody, so make sure you have... Shoes that aren't too soft, you could use, I don't know, you could use either specific sporting shoes, like uh, you will find from Adidas or from Nike, like Metcons or Powerlift or 
any brand kind of has them if you go to a regular sporting store or you could really just go super old school and grab a pair of Converse All-Stars and just go rock with them. Those also work really well depending on whether you like having a flat sole or elevated heels which is something you will figure out as you go. Other than that, really don't worry about anything else. There really is no need for a bigger financial investment to get your gym journey started. Take it from me, I put in a lot of money in different accessories because I'm a bit of a shopping queen, but you, you really don't you really don't need to do that. You need the bare minimum. One thing to remember is some gyms need need you to bring a padlock for your locker. Here I'd take one that has a is a combination lock so you don't have to worry about the key uh, not losing the key or whatever. But everything else, straps, gloves and whatever, I would argue that once you will need them or should you need them, you will know you need them. Because, for example, you might experience pain that you cannot alleviate by changing up the exercise or making sure you're performing it correctly or having different supportive exercises or switching up the order of exercises. Then you might know, for example, you need knee sleeves. In my case, I need knee sleeves and I've tried many different things. For example, usually when I squat, I get knee pain. Whether I do that with a barbell or I do that in a leg press, my knees will hurt from a certain point. But I figured out that if I warm up my hamstrings first, for example, I go for Romanian deadlifts before I do squats, or before I do quad work, my knees barely hurt at all, if at all. This combined with knee sleeves alleviated me of knee pain. From deadlifting, from squatting, from, from leg pressing, whatever, it, for me it was just shifting up my exercises, starting in a different order, and for me, Warming up my hamstrings first worked, so maybe try that. Try a different exercise. If barbell squats don't work for you, try goblet squats or try Bulgarian splits. Really, find a way around before you need to go and buy everything. Of course, if you want to accessorize like I did, feel free and go do it. But don't think that you need to do that in order to make progress. You really do not need any fancy equipment to go to the gym. Because most of the things that you will need will be provided by the gym. Arguably, there's even equipment that in the beginning of your fitness journey might be bad for your progress. From my experience, gloves. I started working out with gloves because I figured it would help with my grip. But actually it made my grip strength a lot weaker, because with gloves you can't grip as well as you can without. So, kind of, when I stopped using gloves, I suddenly, all of a sudden, had a lot more grip strength. So they actually were hindering my progress rather than helping it. And of course you get calluses on your hands, but you know what? It looks like you're probably working, so that's actually a good thing. Don't worry about those. The second one would be belts. Only very recently, after multiple years in the gym, I actually bought a lifting belt, because I figured that certain exercises I can now start improving with the lifting belt. Because stabilizing your core is an essential that you will need to learn, and that will come to you naturally most of the time when lifting, when doing weight training, and it, it's necessary for most exercises, if not all exercises. And the belt can help you once you know how to do that. It can enhance your ability and stabilize you even more. But if you rely on a belt from the very beginning, this might actually affect your ability to learn how to stabilize your core. So perhaps start without a belt. Same with lifting straps. Because once you have lifting straps, you don't need that much grip strength anymore to, for example, do heavy deadlifts. Personally, I still don't use lifting straps. I would say use 
no accessories or no tools for as long as you can. Only incorporate them from a point where you see it doesn't work without. For example, with my knees, I told you about with the knee sleeves, or I will buy lifting straps when I see that my body would be able to lift heavier, but my hands cannot hold on to the bar anymore, for example, in deadlifts. That's when I will go buy lifting straps. But before that, really, don't worry about all the kinds of trinkets and stuff you can have. Same with supplements and pre-workouts. Supplements, they kind of depend on what you're trying to achieve. But the most common supplements would be whey protein and creatine. Of course, if you're not sure whether this is right for you, go check with your doctor before taking any supplements. But those are the, most, uh, the two most common ones. Also caffeine. Drink a cup of coffee or two or a Red Bull or whatever you like before going to the gym. Ideally 10, 15, 20 minutes before starting. So you get most of the benefit. And other than that, don't worry about any kind of supplements or pills or whatever you see on social media that might help you increase or lose weight or just go to the gym. This is also something I had to find out for myself. As I said, as with the accessories, I would also be accessorizing supplements. So I was trying all different kinds of supplements that would help or increase or whatever. And you know what? At the end of the day, I'm back to creatine and whey protein. Everything else is really, most of the time, not really necessary. Don't worry about it. So, to sum up this segment, essential equipment. You need clothes, like a shirt, shorts, or long trainers. You need a pair of clean shoes. Ideally, not running shoes, because as, at least when you're weightlifting, running shoes aren't that awesome. But of course, if you want to go for treadmills and so on mainly, then perhaps running shoes are for you. You'll need a towel, which we'll get to in the next segment, but the towel is very important. A mid-sized towel is fine, you don't need to bring a beach towel or anything. And some gyms require you to bring a lock. Here I'd suggest you have a combination lock to close your locker. And everything else is optional. Optional ones I would recommend personally is like a water bottle and some headphones if you're training alone. And really do not worry about anything else, especially in the beginning. Should you need anything, you will know, you will feel it. Just go and have fun in the gym. So let's get to the third topic, the do's and don'ts when going to the gym and how to behave and things not to do in a gym. And don't worry, it sounds like a lot of rules, but overall it's quite common sense. Let's start with the things that you should be doing. Remember that mid-sized towel I told you to bring as an essential equipment? You will need that to kind of put on benches and machines while you're using them. For two main reasons. First of all, it's to catch your sweat, so it's not super sticky and wet for the next person to use it. And second, it's kind of to mark that bench or piece of equipment as being used. So for example, if you are between sets and you're taking a two-minute break and you go get water, nobody else should run on the machine and use it or take the machine away from you while the towel is on there because it counts as being marked. Second, if there are sanitary wipes, some gyms do have them, do wipe down the machine after using it so the next person can also enjoy a clean machine. And arguably the most important do of any gym is always re-rack your weights. And here it doesn't matter whether we're talking dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells or whatever. Always put the things back where you found them, especially if it's things that you're taking from, say, their stand or their rack and you bring them to wherever you want to use them, on a machine or on a barbell. 
do put them back after you're done using them, because it might be very annoying for the next person first to have to clean up your weights, or perhaps it's a person that might not even be able to lift the weight you have lifted and is now having issues even using the machine because they might not be strong enough to even take down the weight you put on there. So be considerate and really do re-rack your weights. It's very annoying for other people to have to clean up first before they can do their workout. And you will experience machines that had not been cleaned up or weights that are around or the necessity to go find weights. For example, you only can find one 20 kilo dumbbell and you have no idea where the other one is. That's annoying. You will experience that, unfortunately. And of course, it's not the end of the world if you forget to put down a plate or something. Nobody's gonna yell at you. But please always do remember to bring them back. Because I can't remember how many times I had to go look for equipment or first, I don't know, clean up the leg press. Or, I mean, I've caught myself forgetting. And then it's like, well, happens. But don't go, like, don't assume that the gym staff is there to clean up after you. Because especially for the other people at the gym, and especially if the gym is crowded right now, say you have to go at rush hour, it's kind of annoying to work out like that. Also, some people think that, for example, on a leg press, they leave on 220s, because you will at least need that anyways on a leg press, right? While the thought, I can understand why people would think that, but depending on who's next, this might actually be way too much. Say somebody's recovering from an injury, and then it doesn't even work that way. So thinking, well, everybody should at least be able to lift or press or whatever this much so you can leave it on the machine, is not a good thing to do. There is only one exception here, at least from my experience. There might be different rules at different gyms, but from my experience, if you're using cable machines and you have different attachments, right? You have D handles, you have V handles, you have ropes and whatever, you can leave them on the machine. You don't have to unlink your grip that you put on the machine. It's fine if you leave it there, usually. So let's have a look at the don'ts. Do not disturb people during their sets. So if you see somebody is working out in the middle of a set, don't get too close. Leave enough space so they can perform the exercise and don't talk to them or anything. If you want to talk or pass by closely, for example, to get to the weight rack and pick something up, or you want them to help you spot or ask them what exercise that is so you can maybe try it as well, Wait until their set is finished and they're in a break between sets and a rest period. Then usually people will be very happy to help you. Also, try to not take up more space than you need. For example, if you're doing dumbbell exercises, take the dumbbells a bit away from the dumbbell rack and don't use them right on or right next to the rack so other people can also reach the dumbbells and don't have to wait for you to finish your set to get there. Also, remember the towel that will mark things as being in use. Do not put your towel on a machine that you're not using or a machine that is next to the machine you're using because it will look occupied to other people and they might not be able to use the machine they would want to because they think somebody's using it. Also, say if you're not using a bench, don't put your phone and water bottle on a bench because other people might be waiting to use a bench. Only do put your things on machines or next to machines or equipment in general or space or whatever you have that you're using. Don't take up more machines space than you need so everybody has room to drain. Next, don't make more noise than necessary. As I mentioned in the first part about finding the right gym, there are gyms that will not allow you to do deadlifts or pendlay rows because they're very, very noisy, especially pendlay rows might be noisy, and some people might be annoyed by that noise. 
which is a consideration you might have to make. For example, I would suggest you find a gym that does allow deadlifts where some level of noise is acceptable, but that still doesn't mean that you should just be as loud as possible for the sake of it. Try to keep the noise to a minimum. Do not drop your weights unless necessary, especially in cable machines. Don't just let go of the cables after you're set and make a huge noise. Just put it down smoothly. It's better for the machine. You get more gains and it's not as annoying as just dropping it. Just keep it to a minimum. Same goes for moaning or other bodily noises. Keep it to a minimum. Try not to be super... Don't, don't yell or don't scream like a barbarian when you're lifting something. I know it's fun, but you can do that if there are not that many people in the gym. If you're going out at a rush hour, then usually people will not mind. Now, what would you do, for example, if there is a machine, say, often the bench press that you would like to use, and it's taken? And you are kind of in a rush and you need to go or you want to finish, then it's totally cool to ask the person on or that is using the machine while they're not working out how many sets they have left. If they have one or two sets left, they might be done in two or three or five minutes and you can use it then. Or if they have a lot of sets and you see them doing very long breaks in between, like for example, powerlifters would be doing, it's usually cool to ask them whether you can use or you can put in your set during their rest period. So two people can use the same machine, for example. Just be sure, communicate with people. Most people in gym will be super nice, will be happy to help, and don't worry about talking to people while they're not working out. But do not disturb people in the middle of a set. It also could be dangerous, right? If you're focusing or lifting very heavy and somebody's talking to you, maybe from the back, you might get startled, drop the weight or something. So just be sure not to disturb people while they're working out. Now, this sounded like a lot of rules of do's and don'ts and whatever, but really it's kind of common common sense, right? It's basically clean up after yourself, don't disturb other gym buddies, and only occupy the things you're actually using. Overall, quite easy, makes a lot of sense, and helps everybody have a nice time at the gym. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Gym Body Podcast, where we discussed the three essentials to get going on your gym journey or continue your journey. How to find a gym that is right for you, where you should be looking at an all-rounder gym, so you can really find what machines and what kind of equipment works for you. The kind of gear you need, really not that much. Pants, shoes, shirt, and a towel. Don't forget the towel, and you're good. Everything else is optional. At last, we looked at the do's and don'ts, the rules that most gyms will share. Basically, clean up after yourself, don't disturb other gym rats, and only occupy what you need. And with those, you have the perfect recipe to have a very nice gym journey. So, please leave a comment, please subscribe to this podcast if you liked it. We'll be back in about a week. Let me know in the QA or the comment section if there are certain things you would like to talk about, experiences I made, whether there are interviews you'd be interested in. And most of all, I would like to thank you for listening and for being my gym buddy today.